I've had freedom on my mind these days. Freedom. Because of its sacred status in American history, freedom has become one of those words that is often used in a wide variety of contexts, but rarely is it defined. It is so inherently good, so self-evidently valuable, so universally accepted as a common human aspiration and desire that it seems almost sacrilege to ask what it means. You know, freedom. It's what we strive toward. Everybody knows that. If we don't have it, we want it. And if it's threatened, we will fight for it. We will kill for it. We will, at least theoretically, die for it. But what is it? To hear the same word out of the mouth of a young John Lewis proclaiming at the March on Washington, we want our freedom and we want it now. And to hear that same word used by angry anti-mask protesters defending their right to endanger the health and well-being of fellow humans feels Puzzling, at least. What is freedom if it can encompass such extremes? I think it's an important question for us, we Unitarian Universalists, because freedom is intimately tied in with our own history and our identity. Free thought, freedom of belief, freedom of speech, a free pulpit. But what does freedom mean to us today. Freedom is most clearly defined in its absence. Freedom is liberation from unlawful, unjust, unacceptable control by another. It is the restoration of basic human rights. However, it can be distorted in the hands and from the mouths of those of us who think of ourselves as free. This is not just an academic exercise in linguistics. It is crucial to our self-understanding as free people. We need to understand what freedom means because the concept is sewn so tightly into our culture, into world events, into the story of the human species. This bill said Representative John Boehner in 2010, speaking of the Affordable Care Act that had just passed the House and Senate. This bill is the greatest threat to freedom that I've seen in the 19 years I've been in Washington. The greatest threat to freedom, really? Not only a threat, but the greatest threat in the last two decades? If so, what does freedom even mean? Boehner explained that the bill interfered with, quote, the freedom to buy health insurance on your own, unquote, and choose your own doctor. And if you think this example is hopelessly out of date, this is Rand Paul in 2017 arguing to completely dismantle the Affordable Care Act. This is about freedom. This is about whether we as Americans should be free to buy what kind of insurance we want. 
Let me explain some of the problems I have with these statements because I think they are indicative of a problem we have with defining freedom or the ways in which the word is cynically employed to in the words of Eric Fromm, befog the issues. Who, after all, can argue against freedom? There is the implication, certainly not unique to Boehner or to Rand Paul, that freedom can be defined as freedom from any responsibility toward others. And if you think I'm stretching here, listen to Boehner proudly describe the contents of a video he posted on his website answering questions from constituents. On one question, for example, he writes, about whether I believe that health care is a right, I said that I believe that freedom is a right and that any health care bill that takes away Americans' freedom is wrong. So let me translate that for you. Health care is not a right because freedom is a right. The ultimate freedom, then, is the freedom from responsibility toward anyone else. Oh, freedom. By placing such emphasis on choice or on such principled stands as the right to not wear a mask, to make these illustrative of freedom itself trivializes the struggles for liberation by those who are actually enslaved, oppressed, discriminated against, denied justice. It also locks us into an immature conception of freedom as freedom from rather than freedom to. Let me say this, though we may disagree on the definition of freedom, I do believe, as Boehner stated, and on behalf of those who are still enslaved, oppressed, discriminated against, that freedom is a human right. Let me further say on behalf of those who enjoy some measure of freedom, I don't think freedom is inherently good in itself. I don't think having freedom makes us better people. We use freedom to justify just about anything and trivialize it in the process. This is the danger of having only a foggy notion of what we actually mean by freedom and yet elevating it to the point where the word only needs to be mentioned and we are bowing our head in reverence or falling to our knees in worship. Let freedom ring is sometimes just a cover for the petulant outburst of a spoiled child. You're not the boss of me. If I had to define freedom today, I would say that it is the empty center of Lao Tse's wheel. It is the space within the clay vessel. It is the holes that one cuts for windows and doors. Therefore, profit comes from what is there, usefulness from what is not there. Freedom is the space in which we can move to work toward our highest aspirations. We can shape it. Freedom is important only in how it is used. Unitarian historian Earl Morse Wilbur identified freedom, reason, and tolerance as the pillars of our liberal religious tradition. Freedom, reason, tolerance. All worthy 
things, but the question arises just as it arose in the workshop that Douglas attended, is that all there is? Is that how we would define Unitarian Universalism today? What are we leaving out? Because this freedom we speak of has often been misinterpreted as the full content of our religion. Considered the end when it is only the means. Ideally, it is not only a freedom from doctrines and dogmas that we find unacceptable, it is a freedom to engage a responsible search for truth and meaning. Unitarian Universalism explicitly acknowledges that each individual deserves the freedom to explore and articulate one's own understanding of the world, but that freedom is meaningful only in as much as we take advantage of the opportunities that freedom provides. It has no value if we simply place it on the proverbial shelf to admire. If we treat it as holy in itself, we end up chasing freedom rather than embracing truth as we understand it and love as we are able to express it. And one could well say that there is plenty of evidence that we as a culture are chasing freedom to the point where we have pluralized it and slapped the freedom sticker on most anything we wish to indulge. Freedoms, they are something we have, something we own. In just such a way, if we as a society worship at the altar of freedom and we define freedom as it is in the seventh entry of the online Random House Dictionary as the absence of, of or release from ties, obligations, etc., then we may understand the ultimate good as the absence of or release from all ties, obligations, accountability. In other words, the ultimate freedom would be freedom from all responsibility toward others. Freedom is the metaphorical clipping of all those pesky strands of the interdependent web of all life, that web that makes claims on us every day, what Martin Luther King Jr. called the inescapable network of mutuality. Such a freedom is not only unholy, inhuman, and immoral, it is impossible. The inescapable network of mutuality is just that, inescapable. To imagine oneself free from interdependence and responsibility is an illusion that wreaks devastation on the world in which we live. I am reminded of the words of Desmond Tutu saying, we must bear the responsibilities and difficulties of freedom. I am reminded of novelist and essayist Toni Morrison saying, the function of freedom is to free someone else. This idea of freedom is not freedom from our inescapable connectedness. It is the freedom to engage those relationships with our whole selves. It is not freedom from accountability to our deepest values, but freedom to bring our whole selves to the work to which our values call us. There are many who call us to worship freedom, but few who call us into a deeper understanding of what it is and what it is not. 
There are many who affirm the importance of having freedom, but few who ask how we are using it. The problem, as Fromm wrote back in 1941, is not that there is an interest at stake, but which kind of interest is at stake. Freedom, reason, and tolerance. All important as means to an end, but what is the end? Freedom at its best is not a solitary pursuit. Douglas shared with us the vision from the workshop of Unitarian Universalism as a liberatory faith. Along those lines, the Unitarian Universalist Ministers Association this year has described its purpose to be calling forth courageous and transformative ministries empowered by love, committed to collective liberation because we need one another. Freedom, reason, tolerance. Is that all there is? <laughs> no. There is also love, justice, and liberation. May we be faithful to their cause.